Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. Get ready for a very different, vulnerable, and uncensored conversation with Dr. Anthony Mattis and his amazing guests. They'll be sharing the powerful tools of access consciousness that have helped thousands of people all over the world to create change in every area of their lives. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. I am Dr. Anthony Mattis, and I'll be sharing some of the tools of access consciousness. Uh, today's discussion is, um, or really my question for you is, are you trying to handle other people's insanities? Are you trying to handle other people's insanities? Well, what do I mean by that? Well, you know, if you're in the healing profession or not, okay, but you know, a lot, a lot of healers sort of get stuck in the trap of trying to fix people, right? You know, people come in to their office or to their clinic, um, you know, they'll come in for private sessions or phone consultations, whatever it's going to be. And it's like, I have this problem. Can you fix me? You know, the allopathic model, the medical model is sort of set up not so much for healthcare. It's more for disease care. It's set up in a very mechanistic way in that someone comes in with a particular symptom, you diagnose the symptom and most of the time they'll prescribe a medication to make it go away right and then you could say hey the doctor fixed me he gave me the right medicine for my particular condition and then you have more of a vitalistic approach where you maybe go to like maybe an alternative uh practitioner where you know you come in you tell them what your symptoms are and whatever it is tool or technique that they did i was more of a holistic chiropractor i am a holistic chiropractor but also an access consciousness facilitator look at things way totally different but um you know so i i may have like you know prescribed a chiropractic adjustment uh, maybe some supplementation some dietary lifestyle changes maybe some exercise some stretching uh, soft tissue work, you know, whatever the case may be, and a variety of other different techniques that I did. But we're still actually looking at it, even though it's natural, we're still addressing the situation and trying to fix it. So what if, and this will be a hard concept for many of you that are listening to this. I know certainly it, it even was for me. You know, I wanted to help people. That's why I got into the profession that I did. And I wanted to do it in a way that was natural that didn't involve like surgery or drugs. And I'm not saying surgery and drugs are wrong. Um, there are time, there is a time and a place for those sorts of things. To me, as a last resort, not the first resort, but that's not the way our healthcare system has been established. It's been established in such a way that the medical community is more, you know, they consider themselves the gatekeepers of health, but you know, quite frankly, that's not my point of view. <laughs> um, they're disease care practitioners, but it's good to see that a lot of medical practitioners are actually stepping out and they're speaking about, you know, nutrition and lifestyle and looking at our foods and the agricultural industry and trying to make a difference there and, and working with our beautiful, beautiful planet so that we actually have good quality fruits and vegetables and and so on and so forth. And so I'm grateful for those types of people. We need more medical doctors stepping up like that and talking about more of a vitalistic approach to one's health. So anyway, so I can go on and on and on about that topic. So as a practitioner of any kind or a facilitator of any kind or life coach, whatever, is it your problem to fix people? No, 
It's not. And so what if, what if, let me ask you this question. Are you a finite being or are you an infinite being? Are you a finite being or an infinite being? Well, if you answered infinite being, then my other question to you is, would you think that you've been through some rodeos and county fairs? <laughs> what I'm saying is like, would you think that maybe you sort of like been there and done that? Like everything? Everything known to man, you've been there and done that. Okay, now I know I've probably lost some of you. As a finite being, then you're just whoever you are, whatever name they gave your particular body this lifetime, right? And that's who you are. I'm Bob, I'm Joanne, I'm Susie, I'm Ahmed, you know? Um, and that's who I am, and that's the only thing I am. So, so from that point of view, I get it. So, but if you did answer infinite being, so my other question is, what if everything that's actually showing up in your life is a result of your creation? Now, you may not be consciously aware of why maybe you created a disease in your body or um, an ache, a pain, um, maybe a mental disorder, anxiety, depression, bipolar. But what if everything is just a choice? Let's just look at that. So if everything's just a choice and we are responsible for the things that are showing up in our lives, no matter what they are, and we may not be able to cognitively understand that. I know some of you that are listening may say, oh, you're telling me a 13 year old child, you know, created the leukemia in their body. Okay, I get that. I get that that's, that's a tough thing to look at. I even struggle with that. So just please play with the idea of what if, because as an infinite being, you don't know or necessarily remember maybe some of the choices you made in other lifetimes. Maybe some of the choices you made before you embodied in this lifetime. Embodied meaning before you took on the particular body that you have right now, the one that's listening to me. So what if as an infinite being, you made a choice, you made a decision, whether you were in the spirit realm or in a different lifetime for one reason or another to have certain things that are currently showing up for you in this lifetime show up? Or what if you made certain decisions in this particular lifetime maybe not consciously, to have these particular conditions that are showing up. So again, when you're working with people, the point I'm trying to make is this. Is it your responsibility to fix people? Are you trying to handle people's insanities? I know someone very close to me that about two years ago basically said they wish they had the courage to take their own lives. So I said, you know, be careful what you wish for. But their exact words were, but I don't have the courage to do that. 
And I've had family members who have taken their own lives. They took themselves out. They were tired of dealing with the reality inside their heads and and uh, we could chalk it up to mental illness, but <laughs> I have a lot of different things to say about that whole conversation and I'll save that for another call. So I said to this person, you know, just be careful what you wish for because every time you say something, you speak something, the body's got to respond. So fast forward to present times, um, since they made that comment, they've had to deal with cancer twice. Three times, actually, now. So did they say something in motion with that wish? So one of the questions that we learned to ask someone maybe who has cancer is, like, what are you dying to get out of? What are you dying to get out, dying to get out of? You, you hear often that when people retire from their jobs, they die shortly after. Who or what are you making the source for the creation of your life? If you're a parent and you've been raising your kids, you've been, you've been nesting the home, and then your kids eventually grow up and they go and create their own lives, what happens to you as a parent? They talk about the, um, what do they call it? Empty nest syndrome. People's bodies start falling apart. <laughs> but as a healer, as a practitioner, are you trying to handle people's insanities? And how is that actually working for you? How does that actually feel in your body as a healer? Especially for those of you who are in the natural healing world, you happen to be way more sensitive, maybe than the average person, may more, maybe way more aware than the average person. And so, you're aware of people's universes, basically. You're aware of the stuff that's going on in their body, and a lot of times you take it on. You're aware of things that are going on in their mind, and a lot of times you take it on, and you pretty much feel like a train wreck. And the reason why you feel like a train wreck, which none of it belongs to you, okay, is because you're trying to fix their problem. And the reason why you don't have ease and joy <laughs> sometimes with being a practitioner is for that very, very reason. You're trying to fix something that's not even yours to fix. So what if as a healer, your job is to create choice for people? What if your job as a healer or a facilitator or practitioner, even a medical doctor, was to be the space of possibility for someone to choose? And you're not wrong whether or not they get well. Because as an infinite being, and we've seen this all the time, we've seen people who are supposed to die of something and they had miracles, miracles, miraculous healings. It's because the being wasn't ready to go. Now, a lot, most of us will say, no, I'm not ready to die. I don't want to die. I'm scared to die. That's the normal response, right? But what if it's actually deeper than that? And as an infinite being, you may not remember some of the choices you made. Maybe throughout this particular life, you may not remember some of the things you've said and locked into your body. 
as a man thinketh, so is he. You've heard that before. They say you, you are what you eat. Mm, you're pretty much, you, you are what you think and say and what you buy, which is nothing but judgments, the good ones and the bad ones. So what if as a healer and a practitioner, you didn't have to handle people's insanities anymore, but you could actually be the space of possibility and choice and show people that they actually have choice and they actually have choice to live or to die. As a healer, do you actually, do you resist death? God knows I have. Is death wrong? How much judgment do you have around death? How much do you resist death? How much of your life are you spending to avoid death and it keeps you from actually living? So as a healer, what if you didn't have to take on people's insanities? What if you didn't have to handle their insanities anymore? What if you could actually have fun as a healer? What if you could actually make money as a healer? How many of you are actually broke and starving healers, like the starving artist, to prove that they're true artists? You're a true healer because you don't care about the money. But I know I can perform miracles. What if having a lot of money was so that you could actually make a difference in the world? You could make a difference in people's life or lives. And when you try to handle people's insanities, doesn't that make you a little superior? Who are you to handle their insanities? They chose it. They chose it. Now, I know a lot of you have the point of view that people are victims, and they are. There are some people who are at the wrong place at the wrong time, okay? We call that abuse. God knows I've had abuse throughout my life, and a lot of people have had way more abuse than I have. And you've seen people's lives fall apart because of it, and you've seen people that have had equal abuse that have actually outcreated it. So what would you like to choose? And are you willing to be that space of possibilities for your clients, for your patients? What if it was their choice to have whatever it is that they're having showing up in their bodies or in their mind? You know, as far as mental illness is concerned, they talk about chemical imbalances and all that. Okay, cool. I get it. I get it. We do have chemicals. We have neurotransmitters and all that different things. And, 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 they, and they create certain moods. And when there's not enough of them, you got to have a certain mood and all that. But does anybody ever ask the question, like what caused those efficiencies and deficiencies in the first place? And what if it wasn't just one thing? What if it was a culmination of things? I'll tell you one of the things that, that caused some of those deficiencies is called judgment. It's called right and wrong and good and bad. And one of the tools we learn in access consciousness is the, what if everything was just an interesting point of view? Because for every judgment you take, for every point of view you have, whether it's a right point of view or a wrong point of view, that actually creates a physical solidification that locks into your body. And every physical solidification that locks into your body 
creates toxins. And how many of the points of view have you bought as real and true that aren't even your point of view to begin with? So why are you trying to handle people's insanities? Use the tool. Interesting point of view, they have that point of view. Interesting point of view that I have that point of view, that this is what they're choosing. What is today? May 7th, 2021. I mean, look what's going on in the world. Look at all the propaganda. Look at all the separation that the media is trying to create. And they act as if it's a political thing. It's not a political thing. There's something going on here that's way beyond politics. And people are buying it. People are buying it hook, line, and sinker. They're buying it. They're buying it because people are judging. People are fighting. There's no ease. Liberties are being taken away. Liberties are being stolen. You will be shunned from society if you don't make certain particular choices. Is this the world we really want to create? A world of judgment? How does that feel in your body? Does it feel light and expansive? Or does it feel very contractive? Things are being censored. You can't even get information anymore. Unless it's certain information that, that aligns and agrees with a particular point of view. What reality would you like to create? What world would you like to live in? And what if actually you being you and being the space for people to have choice and you create greater possibilities, it actually gives them the freedom to choose, choose to live or choose to stay stuck in their insanities or choose to die. It's their choice not yours. It's not your job to fix people. It's not your job to handle their insanities. So get off your soapbox. You don't have to fix anyone, but you can be the space of possibility and the space of choice. Well, if this helped at least one person out there, then I know I've done my job. So I hope to see you someday in person soon. Thanks for listening. And until next time, bye for now. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more about Anthony, please come visit dranthonymattis.com. And if you'd like to know more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com.